What's up, everybody? I'm Laura Ingalls Wilder. You haven't heard me on any of these podcasts yet, but you will. I just jumped through the time stream to tell you that, well, you can support this show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Help Kevin Lanigan justify spending his life this way for as little as $1 a month. Support this show, support the Puffin Publishing Podcast, the future of Doom to You, future live shows, future travel expanses, uh, Kevin's new show, How to Buy, it's about comic books. That's patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Get on up now, get over there. Officer Mike Hernandez, Banks Bug PD. I'm here to tell you all about a show you gotta see. It's called Pet Turtles Live. Pet Turtles, as you know, is a film that Puffin Publishing cast member Vern Tooley's been trying to get off the ground for years now. He's got almost all the money he needs, but he's just a little bit short. Short like Snooky from the Jersey Shore. Because of that, his producers and himself have decided to have a fundraising night of both comedy and music. Comedy and music in the same night? Wow. J-Wow. The comedy you'll be hearing that that night comes from Rubber Belly Productions and Puffin Publishing Podcast. If you want to get a chance to see Puffin live again, that's your chance to do it. Pet Turtles Live. The second half of the show is going to feature musical acts such as Mimi Leuk, Adriel, fronted by Puffin's number one fan, and Lapons. Lapons is the artist that's going to be making all the music that you'll hear in Pet Turtles. So if you come to the show and you see her, you're going to be able to get a chance at understanding what the movie's going to sound like. She's incredibly talented, a wonderful singer, and a real sweetheart. A sweetheart like Sweetheart Sammy Giancola. That's another Jersey Shore cast member. That's kind of my thing. And at the end of the night, there's going to be a raffle for a sweet, like, gift box or something filled with all sorts of pet turtle swag. You gotta be there. If you're not there, we're going to have a real situation on our hands. The situation, as I mentioned earlier in my very first sketch ever on this show... Is a cast member from Jersey Shore. The whole night's gonna be hosted by Puffin cast member and Pet Turtles writer and director Vern Tooley. And after the show, you can meet with the cast and crew of Pet Turtles and talk about the movie. It's like you'll be hanging out in the smush room. If you're interested in seeing Pet Turtles live, be there at the Monocle November 10th at 8 o'clock. November 10th, that's three days before Vern's birthday. If you want to get him a birthday present, you can come to that show. How does that sound? Make sure to like Pet Turtles and Pet Turtles Live on Facebook for all sorts of updates because I know he says it a lot, but Pet Turtles is for real happening. It's shooting this winter. Vern's very, very excited about it. As excited as Snooky was when someone threw a drink at her at a nightclub. Well, that's a different kind of excitement. That was like a hostile excitement. Vern's like a a genuine, like, excitement because, you know, whatever. I'd like to talk more about Pet Turtles Live, but I just now realized that doing this character is enormously difficult for my throat, and it's killing me. Hope to see you there. The Monocle, November 10th, 8 o'clock, Pet Turtles Live, a fundraiser benefit for Vern's movie Pet Turtles. Be there, or I'll lock you up and throw you in the slammer. Because I'm a cop. I'm a cop who likes Jersey Shore. From EZA to Zombieland Z, this is Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This, the podcast that aims to answer exactly that. You know, I'm going to leave that outtake in. That aims to answer exactly that. I am your intrepid host, TV's Kevin Lanigan. No, it's not a sex thing. It's a challenge thing. 
when every single millennial plays with their fidget spinner, and no, that's not a euphemism, when they play with their fidget spinner, although that is what I call my dick, when they play with their fidget spinner, are they doing it to some sort of hypnotic end, like the the spinning of the fidget is gonna convince someone to have sex with them? Nay, they do it for the love of the game. I am your intrepid host, TV's Kevin Lanigan. Honk, honk, internet! I'm the bad boy of podcasting. Speaking of bad boys. Speaking of bad boys, bad boys. Speaking of fidget spinners. Today I'm bringing you a very special episode of The Stone Zone. This one is all about the prime demo for fidget spinners themselves. That's right, we're talking teens! It's teen time. We're in teen town. Everybody, get out your skateboard. Get out your fidget spinner. Get out a Red Bull or a Monster Energy drink or your poisonous drink of choice. Get out your fidget spinner. Did I say that one? Put your hat on backwards. When I say math, you say, I hate math. 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 Yeah, thank you. Thank you for participating. We are talking teens on the stone zone. Podcasts are a young people's platform. And I am the young people's champion. Finally, the TV's Kevin Lanigan has come back to his prime demographic. Teens, 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 teens. There were some great graphics that I designed for that little segment. You didn't see them, though. We're in an audio medium. Also, teens have short attention spans, so this is going to be a short episode. Short episode. Teens love dubstep. Teens love sounds. Teens love it when vibrations in the air go through their ear canal and hit their eardrum, resonating and creating sound. Ooh, yeah. Teens love hearing stuff. Hey, are there podcasts for deaf people? I don't know how that would work. Like you'd get a, uh, you would have to hire someone to listen to a podcast and sign it at you. In which case, hey, if you're a deaf person with a love of the audio medium of podcasting and you're listening, if you're watching this episode be signed at you right now, here's a special message just for you. Are you ready, translator? Here we go. Hey, cool teen. Hey, Jason. If their name's not Jason, just skip that part. I know I told you after you already signed it, but... Hey, cool teen. Hope you are having a great day. If you could, please donate to my Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. If you can afford to have me, your translator, sign all of your podcasts to you, especially the, like, three-hour ones then you can definitely afford $1 a month. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Teens, a demographic of human overflowing with money. Look at the stuff they waste their money on. Fidget spinners, Mountain Dew, skateboards, Mountain Dew, condoms. Kids, don't use condoms. A fool's errand. Condoms are for the rich. Make sure that you, the best form of birth control is abstinence. And that's free, my good teens. Oh, I love teens. If I was going to rate teens, and I don't want to, 
I don't want to, you know, play into the number system that, like, reviews use, commodifying an entire opinion down to one number. But if I am forced to rate teens, you know what I'd give them? I'd give them a teen out of teen. Lord, give me some teens. I, I know that Emma Stone has been doing more adult fare as of late. Uh, the Battle of the Sexes... Birdman, not a young person's movie, not a movie for anybody. What I love about Birdman, my fellow teens, um, is that just like the movie Birdman, I also hate actors, directors, films, the theater, critics, dumb people, smart people, famous people, not famous people, method actors, movie actors, superheroes, and anyone who is not named director of the movie Birdman, Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu. I love Ali G. Inarritu's film Birdman. And you will too, teens, as soon as you're old enough to not, not get it. Birdman is sort of the Rick and Morty for adults. Do not ask me to elaborate on that opinion, for I cannot. Ugh, but I think that teens are the key to tapping into the Emma Stone market. If I plant my little spigot, ding, 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 in the maple tree of teens, then from it will flow the syrup of Emma Stone listening to this podcast. God, I love teens. Give me those teens. I'm gonna, you can't see it, but I'm gonna whip my arms around and be a human fidget spinner. That calls the teens to my house. You know, you know, not a dissimilar way to the way that milkshakes used to bring boys to my yard. But I would like boys and girls and gender non-conforming teenagers to come to my yard. Boy, I love those teens. You know what teens love? Male. Teens are, they love letters and they love male. And that's why we're going on to letters. Welcome to Letters. Am I ever going to stop doing this voice in this episode? Boy, I hope you like listening to this because it is it is what I'm doing this week. So um, I have asked the great noble teens of my, the great noble teens that already exist in my fan base to send me all of their questions this week on Snapchat, the social media platform of choice for teens. Let me open up the Snapchats that I have received from you, my listeners, and read your letters. Snapchat 1. This one comes from Bluntmaster, last name withheld. Bluntmaster, last name withheld, writes, Dear TV's Kevin Lanigan, I love the show and I love you. Oh, thank you, Bluntmaster. I have one suggestion that I guarantee will get Emma Stone to listen to the- Oh, oh, Snapchat gone. It's gone, and, well, fuck me, I have already replayed a snap today, so I- that letter is lost to time like tears in rain. Oh well. Snapchat number two. This letter comes from Kaylee, last name withheld. Thank you, Kaylee. I hope I haven't wasted these four seconds of your message saying your name. Dear TV's Kevin Lanigan, my name is Emma Stone's sister, Kaylee, and I know one thing my sister lo- Ugh, damn it, Snapchat. I lost another one. Oh well, let's see. Um, let's try. Let's try a third one, and I will- not read the name of this one so as to save on time. 
This Snapchat from Jason, last name with help, fuck, reads, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. Hey, wait, 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 Jason, we already did the political one. One more. From someone who's less of a prankster. This one comes to me from Mark, last name withheld. Thank you, Mark. It reads, it's a penis. It, uh, it is a penis that has been sent to me, which somehow no one has done in the whole history of this show until this Snapchat from Mark, last name withheld. From Colorado Springs, Colorado. I know because he was holding his penis next to a map, and I assume it's a map of where he'd from. Why would he have the map otherwise? Gets me so steamed. I'm just trying to talk to teens, Mark. That was a full-grown man's penis. There was gray in that pubage, Mark. All right, fine. But I did get I did get one legitimate piece of teen mail from the archaic social media platform known as Facebook. Let's go back in our fucking time machine and look at what this teen had to say. This particular bit of teen talk comes to us from Laura, last name withheld, who's probably an old lady living by herself with a spinning wheel made of cats. It reads, thank you, Laura, it reads, when I was doing the LA Lifeguard Academy last year, most of my classmates were 17, so naturally most of the people in charge assumed I was also 17, so I got treated like a teenager for two months as a 23-year-old woman. And let me tell you, most adults are extraordinarily condescending to teenagers. They talked down to us, threatened to call our parents if we misbehaved, gave us menial tasks, and if management made a mistake, they wouldn't own up to it. They just made it sound like it was something we'd have to deal with. It made me think maybe teens have a reputation for being angsty because adults are systematically rude to them. Thank you, Laura, last name withheld, for your insightful bit of teen talk. I remember being a teen not so long ago in those halcyon days of yore, though I am one month away from being a 25-year-old man, and this is how I spend the twilight of the first quarter of my life, I assume. Here's open. Bottoms up. Mm. That's good water. Not editing that out. Teens love outtakes. Teens love it. When you are just putting your whole self on camera, none of this artificiality. That's for old fogies. You pay a mortgage, you get that Hollywood artificiality. The teens want it real. The teens want it coming from the hot. The teens don't want you to waste your valuable time in your editing software of choice, removing your outtakes. In this modern-day, work-a-day teen market, you gotta be putting out content constantly. You want the teens to pay attention. So no, all my outtakes this week are staying in. Staying in like me on a Friday night because I am no longer a teen. Nor did I actually do any of those things when I was a teen. I had a job and I worked every week at night. Oh. Yes, I, 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 I can empathize very much with Laura, last name withheld's plight. I remember being a teen, I remember being a kid, and in the immortal words of Simple Plan, I'm just a kid, and, um, how did that fucking song go? I'm just a kid, and life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid, and I know that it's not fair. Nobody cares, because I'm alone, and the world is having more fun than me tonight. And in the immortal words of Bowling for Soup, 
This is the song that reminds me of my trucker hat. That I used to wear not to block out the sun with a John Deere logo and a stain on the back from where you laid me out flat one look I was done and all. These things mean nothing to me. When I'm with you, I've got everything. I need more than I could be. Even Gotti would agree. You and I were meant to be. It's easy to see. I'll never go out of style on you. Nothing makes me feel the way you do. Nothing in the world can ever make me look this good when you fit me like you do. I haven't listened to that song in eight years and it was all still in there how about that huh i can't remember the instructions my boss gave me 10 minutes ago but i remember that i remember the words to bowling for soups song trucker hat i i don't remember anyone's birthday but my own but if you say hey kevin Sing me Bowling for Suits song Trucker Hat. I'm on it. I got it. I got you, bro. What the fuck? I'm kind of actually mad about this. And not mad about you, a sitcom that no teen is going to get a reference to. No, I'm kind of legitimately upset that, um, that that, that that is what my brain has decided to make precedent out of. Like that that that's that one gets first pecking order in the not getting deleted file of my brain. Trucker hat by bowling for soup gets to say, but things that I need to get around in the world must go. Everything must go, starring Will Farrell. That is a little bit of um just a one-off reference for you. Hey, teens, I'm going to real talk you real fast. Maybe our parents had a point when they wanted us to spend our brain time effectively not looking at a television screen. Maybe they really, really had a point that there are very valuable, important things that we could be learning that our young minds should be absorbing quality literature or, I don't know, things of import instead of bowling for soup no offense meant to the seminal band of my childhood apparently bowling for soup no offense meant to them but also like i remember a lot of the intricate details of the live action scooby-doo films i don't know spanish and like maybe i should have been learning spanish with the valuable time i had where my brain was a sponge that could absorb useful information that would definitely come in handy. And again, love the band. I don't think Trucker Hat by Bowling for Soup really qualifies under that particular umbrella. Kind of legitimately concerned about my life and the future. Mmm, delicious water. The nectar of life. I remember a lot of the obtuse details of the Artemis Fowl series of children's books. I cannot tell you what War and Peace is even about. Uh-oh, this has been Letters. What's up, everybody? Film Bro Chaz. Uh, TV's Kevin Lanigan asked me to step in uh, here for the special teens episode, as you know. I'm a college freshman. That means I have a direct 
through line into um, the hearts and minds of today's teens, much in the same way that heroin does. It's an epidemic that is uh, sweeping the nation. Claim many of my friends. What's up, Bubba Light? Pour one out. Um, so I'm going to step in, talk about things that, that teens like, uh, that teens enjoy, uh, specifically from a film perspective. Uh, first film I want to talk about, um, classic story, a hit with all the teens about a couple of buds, uh, you know, just out of high school, they want to, uh, get together one last time. They're good bros. They know they're going to separate. Uh, so they go on one super bad journey together. I know this film is going to appeal directly to Emma Stone fans. They go on one super bad journey together with their loser friend. They're trying to get laid one last time. They want to go on an adventure that teaches them something about themselves, something about their friendship, something about their futures as they are separated and uh, cast apart to different uh, institutions of higher learning. This film in which friends go on a super bad journey is of course called Il Vitaloni, the classic Fellini film, I believe that uh, it has some resonant, detailed things to say to today's youth. I think that they, uh, you know, relax in it deeply in much the same way that sexual deviants really, really love Eight and a Half. I think that young people really, really love Il Vitaloni. Uh, second film I want to talk about today, um, you know, kids love art. Kids love tragedy, um, and so this all-time classic of cinema I want to talk about that the teens just love, Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. See, teens hate stuff, so they can relate to Birdman, a film that hates actors, directors, theater, film, critics, good actors, bad actors, superhero movies, non-superhero movies, books, Edward Norton, Emma Stone. See, it all ties together. Much like Birdman, teens hate all of these things. They're a hateful people. They dislike most things. And much like the film Birdman, which dislikes everything. And much like Birdman, directed by Alejandro Gonzalez in Aritu, the only thing that kids like are the films of Alejandro Gonzalez in Aritu. That's what Ali G in Aritu was trying to say with his deep and thought-provoking work, Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Last film I want to talk about, future classic, will be discussed in many teen dorm rooms for time to come. There will be posters hung on every teen girl's wall of the hunky star of this motion picture. Of course, I am talking about Boyhood. Originally titled 12 Years a Slave, but changed its name to avoid being associated with that film of the same name, Boyhood, is a story of one boy growing up in the hood. It was filmed over the course of 12 years, which of course means that it's good. It was filmed for a really long time, and that makes it good. I have had a camera running consistently into a feed directly into my home computer and a series of hard drives for 10 years, in the hopes of outmassing this incredible work of filmic genius, and I am but a measly three years away of having created the greatest film of all time, by virtue of the fact that I am still filming it, and it took a really long time to make. This has been Film Bro Chaz, Alpha Kappa for life. Stay fucky.
God, I, um, I never really know what to say in these things, and Kevin keeps getting me to come on and do ads for his Patreon, and, oh, God, I just, I don't know. Oh, I'm vibrating. Can you hear it? Oh, I'm holding a glass of water, and it looks like a T-Rex is approaching. Oh, oh, I'm actually, um, I got hired at my local malt shop because I'm really good at mixing milkshakes without needing any sort of machines. I'm just always quaking like a chihuahua. Oh, it's me, Christopher Nicholas Polini. I just wanted to say, oh, jeez, I mean, I, whew, I don't know whether or not I relate to teens today. I certainly don't relate to teens that attend the same schools I do. It's never really been established how old I am and whether or not I am a small teen or like a six-year-old. It's always sort of been in fun. I hang out with John Green, who's obviously like 13, 14, maybe all the way up to like 17. And I, Christopher Nicholas Polini, sort of exist in this nebulous waving back and forth state where depending on what the narrative requires of me i can either be 17 years old or like a hard eight and i guess that's all i really had to say is that i am a boy of indeterminate sliding scale age it's like a, a quantum leap scenario why do i know that reference what's up everybody I'm a new character. You haven't met me before. My name is Archie Fox. I am, of course, a product of the hit CW TV show, Archie Fox. For years, I was a 1950s teenager, just drinking malts and having faults. That was my story, and I'm sticking to it. At least until people sort of got tired of me telling the same story for 50 years of just like me not being able to pick between two hot women and like who among us cannot relate to that premise but of course we were existing in this sort of 1950s america where nobody had sex which is weird how did the human race continue if no one was having sex for literal decades um we're also holding in our pee until i love lucy flushed a toilet on tv and made it okay for americans to pee again can't remember who got fucking back in style. Deep Throat? Let's go with Deep Throat. Anyway, uh, so I'm Archie Fux um, from the hit show Archie Fux. The difference between me and the old Archie is that I fuck. I am, of course, a teen. I look like a 27-year-old man, but I am, of course, a hot teen. I hang out with one of those kids from Zack and Cody. And again, just two impossibly hot women that I am choosing between. And also the teacher that fucks me, hence my name. Archie fucks. You know how your surname used to be derived from your profession? So that's why there are so many people named Smith. It's because we needed like Ironsmiths and Blacksmiths and Mr. and Mrs. Smiths. Those movies had to get made. And so those people got the surname Smith. And um, I got my surname by fucking, which is my profession. I get paid to do that on the hit CW TV show, Archie fucks, which I wanted to call it Archie fucks now, but no, we just kind of decided on Archie fucks short, sweet. It's like dropping the the from Facebook, not the Facebook, just change it to Facebook. It's cleaner that way. Um, we just sort of decided that this is what we were going to do. And, um, 
Yeah, I guess people like it. People come into TV's Kevin Lanigan's comic book store all the time asking about Riverdale crap. I mean, Archie fucks crap. So um, I guess something must be working. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I'm broke, and I wish someone would fix me. I'm a bad boy, and I just need the love of a good woman, one of the two impossibly hot women that I am constantly choosing between. I just need the love of a good woman to fix me. It's as simple as that. Girls love bad boys, right? They're always watching that film, the 1994 action film Bad Boys, and its subsequent nine years belated sequel, Bad Boys 2. And I wish for the life of me, Archie fucks, that one woman would just come along and fix this broken boy. I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. Reminds me of referring to a tampon as a cotton horse, for they are cowgirls. And on a cotton horse they ride. I'm going to break this rusty cage. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. Archie fucks now, I guess. Teens? I didn't really get to the teens portion of why Kevin called me in. How did he meet me? How in the canon of this show did Archie fucks meet TV's Kevin Lanigan? Who can say? Who can say, my dude? All I know... That Archie fucks now. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. What the fuck even happened this week? What happened? What did I do in this iteration of... Did I even bother to justify why I was talking about teens? Did I? This is only episode 16. How am I going to keep this going for years? Oh my god. I need more famous friends. I'm getting real here on the mic, just like all the celebs that kids love, getting real on on YouTube, talking to their fans directly, uh, making confessions to make it seem like they are human and not, in fact, unheralded Adonises that have had more fame and success than the rest of us could even dream of that was that's what i'm doing it, it's a ploy to get teens and not a real thing that is happening to me right now as i have spent the whole day recording different things things like uh the Puffin publishing podcast which you can find wherever podcasts are sold for free things like how to buy my new youtube show where i tell you what the fuck you where I tell you, like, where the fuck to start if you want to, like, buy comic books. That would be... That's handy, right? Teens could use that service. Uh, you can check out my romantic comedy web series, Doomed to You, on YouTube.com. Teens love romance! It's, like, their whole bag, because they don't have real problems, so it's all just, like, girl problems. And when teens can ask me any question, they're like, what's your most embarrassing moment? And I gotta tell you, teens, once you're out of high school, maybe even out of college, embarrassment's just not something that you really have to deal with anymore. I'm going to let you all, I'm just going to rip that band-aid off you right now. No adult can tell you their most embarrassing moment because they have forgotten. Embarrassment and shame is something you leave behind when you have rent to pay. So that's good news for you. Speaking of rent to pay, you can support this show on Patreon, patreon.com slash TV's Kevin is for as little as $1 a month. You can help make this fucking show happen every week 
Gotta love it. You can follow us on Twitter at Can We Get This Pod and send your real letters, teen related or no, to Can We Get This Pod at gmail.com. I will be back next week, my good teens. But until then, this is TV's Kevin Lanigan, the bad boy of podcasting, sending you off as I always send you off. Honk, honk, internet. This has been a Talk Back Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm Laura Ingalls Wilder. You haven't heard me on any of these podcasts yet, but you will. I just jumped through the time stream to tell you that, well, you can support this show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Help Kevin Lanigan justify spending his life this way for as little as $1 a month. Support this show, support the Puffin Publishing Podcast, the future of Doom to You, future live shows, future travel expanses, uh, Kevin's new show, How to Buy, it's about comic books, that's patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Get on up now, get over there.